Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer Podcast. My name is AJ Kierens, and I'm your host here each and every week as we do our part to introduce you to the artists and designers from around the world who help bring some of our favorite beers and breweries to life. And this week is no different. We are featuring the one and only Mr. Rob Sires, the mastermind behind Gumball Head the Cat. We talk to him about his comic book. We also talk about how he started doing, you know, work with Three Floyds, the Gumball Head label, and one of the iconic beers, especially in the Midwest. It's a really good episode. Gumballheadthecat.com. You can also follow along on Instagram at Gumball. Head the cat, find out more information about upcoming shows with Rob, buy some of his work, his daily, I mean, excuse me, his weekly comic book strip that comes out on the site, and you can also join his Patreon site. So a lot of cool stuff here. Excited to get this one to you. We've featured a few comic artists, and we have a few coming up in the future, so it's a really nice kind of mix of what we're doing here, and really just a good opportunity to speak to somebody who's been really doing it for a while, and really kind of learn about his story, just have a few laughs. The only way this one would probably been better if it was over, you know, many cold beers. But we definitely had a good time. I want to thank Rob for being a part of the episode. Also, want to take a quick opportunity to thank everybody once again for being a part of the Art of Craft Beer show, our inaugural event at the Keller Liddell Gallery in New Haven, Connecticut. We are finalizing the numbers with the galleries, but uh, it was a great success. We had a lot of fun. You know, huge thanks to the crew over at the Beerics. Want to thank Keys on Kite, the tattoo parlor. Uh, thank you know Dan Blakesley and Eric Litcher for coming in and performing. All the amazing artists that you know showcased their work there and made an appearance at the events, and just uh, we really had a great time. So look for more information. We're uh, brainstorming and thinking of new ways to bring the product to life, and we'll definitely give you guys the update as soon as everybody else hears about. It. So this is episode number seventy-two, setenta y dos which is crazy. We are in the midst of our seventh 12-pack. Got a lot of great artists up in the queue. We thank everybody for joining us. Remember, you can check us out. 16ozcanvas.com is the website. 16ozcanvas on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Keep using the hashtag, tic-tac-toe, pound sign, whatever it is you want to call it. 16ozcanvas. We'd love to see what you're tagging us. We've got you know beer shops. We've got artists. We've got fans. We got cool, you know, gallery murals, all sorts of cool shit under that. So just click on it. You'll see there's hundreds of different images. You know, I'd say about half of them are from us, and uh, the other half are from the our community and the fans. And it's really nice to to see that. Even some great pics of the the gallery show. So things are good. Hopefully you're enjoying your weekend. The summer is here. It is almost over, which is crazy, but we won't say that. And let's just get right into it. Episode 72, Rob Sires, right here, 16 ounce canvas. Cheers. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. Very excited to have with us today Rob Sires checking in from Missouri. Rob is the creator of the iconic uh, gumball head cat. Uh, so thanks so much today for uh, joining us, Rob. Uh, hope all is well, man. Yeah, it's good to be here. Everything is good. Yeah, that's good. And that's, uh, that's always a good start to things. So, yeah, so we... Uh, you know, we came to learn of you through the, you know, uh, I'm uh, in the Northeast and I travel to the Midwest a lot. So the, the hunt for the, the gumball head was something it was fun to do as a, as a beer guy. And then to, be, you know, to follow along with the, with your comic books and your, your, you know, the artwork you're doing has been a, it's been a fun adventure. It's, uh, 
really kind of tongue in cheek and it's you know a little little crass i wouldn't say it's for the kids and uh i kind of like that so it's made me actually appreciate the beer even more so that's that's awesome uh, thanks yeah i try to keep it uh i don't know you know just what i'd be interested in in looking at and reading yeah exactly i think well, it's as far uh as the comics go, yeah yeah it's really i think it's appropriate and i think it's nice it's nice to write it's not always you know hugs and you know daisies which i appreciate so yeah and for that's that's not a bad idea though <laughs> yeah make it like a spin-off like one day he just comes off and just, he's just like yeah he's hugging people and yeah oh, that's a good idea yeah get them all i'm gonna get, write that down i mean all right cool yeah just make 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 a chalkboard here and write the yeah, make him punch a character named AJ. That's all I ask, or hug a character named AJ. <laughs> That'd be my cameo. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, and for folks, uh, for folks that are following at home, uh, Gumball Head the Cat on Instagram, and you can also check out uh, GumballHeadTheCat.com for more information there. And also, Rob just uh, recently launched his uh, a Patreon page, so you can go there. You know, follow along. One of the cool things is that the there's a new comic that comes out every Wednesday, and you can follow along with that. But if you want to support and get a little early access, uh, head on over to gumballheadthecat.com uh, Gumball and you can uh, get the link to the, the Patreon page, which is pretty much, I think it's patreon.com slash gumballhead. So there you go. Some, yeah. Some plug that shit up. So yeah, check it out. Now, you've been doing the, the comic strip since the early 90s. So kind of what's the, you know, what's your story, Rob? How did you get into your know, drawing and, you know, doing comics? Oh, I, I had a, uh... Well, you know, like any cartoonist, I've just been doing it since I was a little kid. And uh, as a teenager, you know, you know, in the eighties, I'm an older guy. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah that was like the, I'll be like forty, so rock. yeah, I definitely, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, that, that was the punk rock days, and uh, me and you know, me and my friend Mark, you know, we we couldn't draw or we couldn't play music, even you know, noisy punk rock music. We wanted to do something. And uh, so we started making a comic because we we're both big comic nerds and, you know, we'd, we'd been drawing and stuff and uh, started doing comics back then. Just, you know, as you know, like the cheap Xerox fanzine style, you know, just punk rock, sloppy stuff. And uh, that went on for a few years. And then uh, he went to art school in Chicago and uh, I followed a year later and um, that's about like my first year of art school 91 sometime in that first you know 91 92 is when i came up with the character which was the first really good character i ever created but i can't even remember stuff like i've been like drawing this crap since 85 like i can't even remember any of the characters i had made before that just you know this was like the first solid real character and i had uh it's based on an ex-girlfriend's cat who was mean and had a big round head and um just started drawing him in a sketchbook and uh, made a painting of him and then started doing the comics. So I did like three, four, you know, three or four panel, like comic newspaper, comic strip style strips of that. And it kind of grew from there. You know, yeah. Cause, uh, she's, it's a long story, long story, long answer to a short question. I, uh, cause somewhere in the 90, in the 91, 92, me and my comics partner decided, that we didn't like comic books. I mean, we could both draw them, but yeah, we weren't, you know, I didn't want to go on to draw, you know, like Wolverine or anything. I didn't want to do any of that. There wasn't really any space 
for someone who didn't want to do that. I guess I could work for Mad or something, but you have to be really good to do that. <laughs> no one wants these like goofy punk comic strips. So, uh, you know, we, we were like, you know, I, I, I collect records more than I do comic books. And we decided to switch it over to a record label. Then Gumball had found his way onto album covers. And there was a band in Chicago called Mount Shasta. And they always used his image on there. And that's how it became more popular. And, um, you know, every once in a while a comic would show up and, you know, I'd been like a, like a rock magazine or something and just kind of went on from there. I, I did do some self-published gumball head stuff uh, irregularly over the past however many years. I did 20, 30 years since the, since the 90s. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's the long answer to the short question. Oh, no, this is the, see, yeah, Rob, if you want to talk, I just hit mute and I just sit back, dude. Like, yeah, so like that's... <laughs> it's, yeah. it's an audio format. Yeah, I'm psyched. Yeah. You just do your thing, man. Like, yeah, people apologize for rambling and I'm like, no, 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 like you're like it's like gold like you're just spitting out gold for me i'm not that yeah so yeah ramble on my friend yeah the funny thing about our transition from comics to uh a record label was that we had what every comic or dreams of happened to us and um we came home you know very young art students and this was the time of the answering machine and we came home drunk a little chicago apartment and there was a message on there and it was from um, Iconographics, which was a short-lived, like, a independent comic imprint of, I think it was Caliber Comics. And they wanted to publish our, our comic, like, our fanzines. They wanted to do, like, a slick comic of it. And we're like, okay. And uh, two issues of that came out. <laughs> and um, I don't think Gumball had ever appeared on that. He appeared in a three-panel comic strip and some filler stuff I had to do. And, um, but yeah, it was funny because we had this kind of contract land in our laps. We didn't, we didn't send anything out. You know, we didn't send uh portfolios out to common companies or anything. We just called us out of the blue one day. And uh, so we had that dream thing happen to us and we we're like, Oh, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> comic nerds want to, want to stab us. Hey, yeah, we got this great thing, but we don't, uh, we want to do records and lose a lot of money instead of, instead of a little money. So that's what we did. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I used to do some band stuff, and yeah, that's just sucks your money right out of you. So yeah, especially the records. It's like it's, I mean, now it's a little easier, I think, with distribution. But to date yeah, ourselves yeah, back I then, know. back then you you couldn't be like, oh, I don't need to put out a record. I can just make it available to people online. Like that was yeah, that was unheard of. It was like minimum five hundred or thousand press, and you were yeah. Then you're yeah, then you're in debt. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Yeah, recording is so much cheaper now, and. But but the, and then the, the bad end of that is there's uh, 800 million other bands out there at the same time too, and you really have to you know it's a struggle. You still yeah. have to tour to a yeah to exactly scene. yeah that's, um, yeah. I recently I always tell people that yeah. I recently I saw tour, yeah tour yeah. out merchant yeah merch is where it's at yeah. I recently saw an interview with one of the guys from The Simpsons, and they were asking like one of his favorite episodes, and it was like 3D Homer. And they said at the time when they when they did it, it cost them like the technology was like seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And he's like, Now that's a fucking app in the app store. Like it's like and he was Yeah. <laughs> it was just crazy. Yeah, you it, phone. yeah, exactly. You can record an album in your you know, I mean I'm doing this in my in my uh I have to call it a home office, but basically it's like a corner of a corner of a room where where yeah. I get to claim as my own. 
that's that's uh that's what my art studio is like it's, it's also my bedroom i have old friends oh can i come to your studio it's like no this yeah is terrible you don't want to see it you'll cry yeah it kind of <laughs> some of the lore right yeah some of the lore of it all goes yeah. to shit when it's like oh it's like oh you're gonna come over yeah no i'm good you don't have to see it in action yeah so uh, that's why sometimes we'll, we'll do it in person <laughs> just so like it looks like that we have something more but basically i have this l l table with stack with shit all over it and so <laughs> so I, I i completely understand oh yeah so you're you're i mean you're continually you know you're cranking it out how do you you know what's the you know what's the storyline now you know you i think you're up to you know you, like i said you're each every i think it's every wednesday you have a new new strip coming out so yeah. I mean, is that hard yeah, for you every- he's been around so long to kind of keep them busy or is there so much shit to, to talk about that you kind of it's kind of uh you know biographical in a way yeah it's uh well it's not really biographical i don't go around uh pirating uh <laughs> uh what, what was he doing he was uh they were uh hauling um pirated cargo of uh i think pianos in one strip where yeah i don't do anything like that i don't i don't <laughs> That'd be awesome if you're like, well, yes, but we cannot talk I, about that. I don't travel that. back in time or anything. Uh, the, the fighting, uh, what did I have? Soviet, Soviet guerrilla soldiers in one. Yeah, it, um, right now I'm I'm trying to lead up to a bigger story, but I keep uh, thinking of things to do in between. That's been going on for way too many weeks now. It's like, oh, I can have him do this. I can introduce this character now, and like, I don't want to have him leave these characters yet. Lamar the dog. It's it's weird. I introduced these characters, and um, and uh, Lamar the dog was supposed to be like this kind of friendly, kind of positive influence in Gumball's head life, in Gumball head's life, because he gives him a job and stuff. But uh, just through the nature of what they do, where they're like smuggling things in a in a barge, he he's coming off really sinister and very criminal. <laughs> and uh, they're up to they're up to actually something very no good, but uh. I don't think that's going to get resolved for for quite a while when you find out what uh, him and the captain are up to. Skip, skip the skipper. It was hard to name Skip. Yeah, yeah. What should I, what should I call the skipper of the boat? No, let's call him Skip. Yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's like uh, now. How, yeah, now, how, like, now, how far out to still? Like, do you already have? Do you write it out ahead of time? You how, how do? What's your what's your process for that? Yeah, I get. I uh, <laughs> I have like a um, kind of like an old uh, three ring binder, like used to have in, in in high school. I have those with the loose loose leaf pages in it, and I basically do like a really bare bones version of the comic in that. That's just kind of how I script it out. Oh, uh, you know, I'll write down plot points, and then um, you know, and go from that. And so there'll be I'll be at a bar or something, <laughs> three ring binder. And be uh, drawing out these chicken scratch versions of the characters, the little word balloons and stuff. I'm just trying to hide it from people so I don't look look like I'm totally crazy. <laughs> but it's funny that someone's like, "What the hell are you doing?" I can actually pull up the phone too. This is what it looks like when I'm done. You know, it looks like a real comic when I'm done. I'm just doing the the script version now, and that's nice because you know you, you can take it out of the binder and rearrange pages and just throw stuff away. It's a, it's a very easy way to edit. And it's probably it's probably too much going, uh, doing too much at one time. I should really just kind of write everything out first and decide what I want. But, um, 
because I started out just 10 weeks ahead of time. And now I'm just two weeks ahead of time. Instead of the Patreon page, I was just uploading stuff and realized I have uploaded everything currently. So <laughs> I'm, I'm flying really by the seat of my pants now. But yeah, I have to write some script pages uh, tonight. Uh, decide what's going on. Uh, yeah, it's go. all by the seat of my pants right now. But I, I kind of like that. It's just, I think, part of what makes the comic feel and look the way it does. Yeah, I like I like the fact that it's kind of loose, but then it could change. I mean, I think that if you already had everything done for the next, you know, f- twelve weeks, three months, whatever, and then you have something a new idea came up and you couldn't figure, you couldn't work it in, but it might not be, uh, it might not work by that time. So I like that the you know it's I think you're using the medium pretty well, right? It's not a hard copy comic book, so you can't you know so you're kind of stuck with what you've already created. It's I, I like the fact <laughs> yeah. it's dynamic. And I've been able to go back. And I'll, uh, um, I'll have like friends email me as soon as because I put the page up at midnight on Tuesdays. And uh, <laughs> I have a friend and she'll text me. It's like, you spelled these words wrong. I'm like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> 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 so I'll have to pull the page up on the computer and kind of, you know, I have no, I have, I have the computer skills of a grandparent. I, I can't do it. So I'll use like your rudimentary drawing stuff that comes with your laptop and i'll use that to kind of change the lettering so it's spelled right and then then take the 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 bad page off and put the you know the good one on (laughs) i mean i do that about every every two or three weeks i have to go do that you have yeah a friend who's also your copy editor that's great (laughs) that's all yeah Yeah, she's she's my editor yeah yeah (laughs) at least you didn't refer to it as the emails right you didn't say get like so at least you're not completely like my you know grandparents it's like okay yeah yeah you like just slightly yeah, yeah. it sucks like you know i have a i have a like the, the the main comic that's like a wordpress you know domain or whatever that i bought i barely know how to work it i'm like oh i could do this okay i didn't know i was able to do this i'll do stuff on it and people are like trying to send me templates to make it look more like a like a regular web comic, and I was like, no, no, I'm not the way it's laid out. I I kind of have to scroll back to get to the story and stuff to put a little work into it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think that. Yeah, I I, uh, I do some freelance stuff. Well, I used to. I don't do it as much. But if, if you need help with uh, the website at any point, let me know. I'm not sure how how good I would be, but it seems if you're using paint to edit stuff, I probably have a little more skill set to help you with. So I think that would I mean I think the book. yeah. The bar be set pretty low, so we good. Yeah, well, well, you know, the like uh, the, the future belongs to the analog loyalist. Like uh, Steve Albini said that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I think you know, I think it would be weird if if you like with the you know the do it yourself kind of you know the, going back to your zine vibe. Like if you had this super like flashy website, I, I don't think that would be like a you know it would be it would be a complimentary to the comic. I think the fact that you know you're probably struggling to do the website some days is like a good, it kind of fits with the vibe of the, of the comic. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny on the, the Patreon page. Um, if you go to it, the, the main image, the masthead, whatever you want to call it, uh, there's a collage of just stuff that happened in the comic. I actually just printed out some pages and, you know, cut it out with some scissors and an exacto blade and take some, or glued some of it down with glue. And then I said, I wanted to, put tape on it so you can see the tape 
on the image and uh, the tape the tape doesn't show up very well i should have used like a a shinier tape <laughs> and i like the tape well the tape well, the the tape is like the the header though is good with the like you know the gumball head yeah, and the, cat. that looks that looks perfect yeah the masking tape that looks great that uh yeah that's just uh i think that's just gonna be my common uh way to have a uh a logo for him now is just written and marker on a piece of masking tape yeah it, it works I mean, people yeah that's like yeah i think that, that, that when you were saying the tape i was like what do you mean i'm like that fucking masking tape looks perfect <laughs> yeah yeah the, yeah, the, the collage is made with a like you know like a scotch tape and <laughs> i was like god there's the old sonic youth album cover the uh cover for goo like if you get the lp version of it you can see the masking tape where they tape down the uh the logo on it yeah, man. yeah, you can't like if you have this CD or the Dynamo or something, you can't really see a, de- a, de- a detail like that. But like the big LP, you can it really shows through. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think the fact, yeah, you know, I mean, like that's the the collage of cutting things together. I mean, that was like that's so many old you know rock art posters and yeah, you know, zines and old school comic books. It was you know there was it was it was literally hands on. You know, many a sliced up finger or hand, you know, trying to get it all together with the <laughs> cutting it out paper cuts galore yeah yeah i've got like some some gnarled hands and that's what it's all from is just cutting stuff out and just being clumsy <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not factory work this is all this is all uh, making a comic strip <laughs> yeah, yeah blue collar comics right it's like yeah i got all these bruises and cuts it's like what do you do oh, i'm comic book guy what what the fuck oh yeah you understand man i cut my hand on the regular and we are back you're listening to episode 72 rob sires gumball head the cat world famous with three floyds brewing label great beer if you're in the midwest and you don't have yourself some three floyds you're doing it wrong if you can grab yourself some Dark Lord, you know, do that too. We'll take half whatever you get and just send it on over. But remember, GumballHeadTheCat.com, GumballHeadTheCat on Instagram. Every Wednesday, new comic comes out from Rob. Join his Patreon page. Help support the arts. Everything is hand-drawn, created, you know, really kind of raw. And it's one of the things that people love about, you know, Rob and Gumballhead. You know, I love that we're talking to him and you definitely, you know, He's just like his, uh, just like Mr. Uh, Gumball himself. He's, you know, smoking away. You can hear him in between uh, you know, his feedback and his uh, answers to the question. And just, uh, you know, I had a good time talking to him. You know, I, I, my comic book knowledge is, is not up to snuff, but, you know, the good part is you can jump in on the website and, you know, Gumballhead is a, he's a badass dude. It's not a, it's not something you're going to see with the kids. And, uh, but it'd be really cool to, to see where it's going to go. You know, we talk about you know what maybe we see in the future. Maybe we'll see some uh, some new merch from Rob. You know, I love the paintings. Also, he's got an Etsy store. You can see that. You can see some of the paintings. You know, we're definitely gonna make sure we get ourselves a Gumball Head the Cat. You know, here in the studio. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. And like I said, it was just a really good experience. Really enjoyed speaking with Rob. Enjoyed, you know, to me going out to the Midwest more and more. You know, Gumball Head and Three Floyds are you know iconic to me. You know, early on when I owned the beer trading game and enjoying beer you know wanted zombie dust you know you wanted gumball head and these are the beers that 
you know, I still fall back to. They're kind of the, the Midwest stables when I'm, when I'm traveling. So to, to get to speak to Rob, you know, to learn about, you know, the comic book and really the analog process was just, uh, was just a lot of fun. So let's get right back into it. Episode 72, Rob Sires, Gumball Head. 16-ounce canvas, done. I just printed my own Dickies work shirt. Uh, yeah, I like, I like that. It. It's very fitting. Yeah, that, there's a good photo on your. I think it's on your Instagram, if I remember. Yeah. Yeah, there's a no, the back. I made that for a, a Dark Lord Day, the Three Floyds, like big, right? Big beer event they put on, and um, so I was gonna wear that. So I sell stuff there every year. I was gonna wear it. The back says a uh, Gumball Head the Cat, uh, Toronto, Missouri, because they have the brood in Indiana thing. Mm-hmm. And I, it was just—it was hanging in my hotel room. I forgot to put it on. Like I was, you know, as I was working, and I was like, about halfway through the day, like four or five hours of the day, I was like, oh man, I can't believe I forgot that work shirt. <laughs> yeah, you go back to the room. It's all like nicely neat and proud. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <clears throat> I think folks would buy those, man. You said something. I bet you people would buy those. I should, yeah, I should print some of those. They look nice. I still have all the screens for that too. It's usually. I print something myself. I only have like a small amount of screens and I just clean them all out, you know, to do another image on it. But uh, I have all this, all the screens for the work shirt still. Yeah. I should do that. <laughs> See, new ideas, man. Gumball head with the hugs and love <laughs> t-shirts. I mean, it's being uh, pretty proactive today. Now you mentioned, you did mention uh, three Floyds. I mean, you have a, you know, a beer after Gumball head, which is pretty crazy. So, I mean, how did that, how did that come to be? That's amazing. One of the guys who worked there was a, a fan of Mount Shasta, the, the band that had the, the gumball head iron on it. And like gumball had to be, you know, on the front and back cover and it'd be in all the insert material in it. So, you know, he kind of got this nice view of what this weird character's life was like. And, uh, and, uh, they were brewing that beer and they were like, why don't we name it after this? So, you know, that's a good idea. And then they got a hold of me, which was which was just good because I was at a point in my life where nothing was going on. Just I had nothing happening. I just got this email out of the blue one day from Three Floyds. You know, you know, I wasn't like a craft beer guy or anything. I was just you know, just poor. You know, just drink whatever was cheap. And uh, luckily, where they wanted to meet me was just kind of right down. The, I was in Chicago at the time. It was right down the road from where I lived, and I walked down there and uh, met him and tried the beer, and he bought me a lot of pizza, and uh, we made the agreement, and it happened that way. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was pretty nice. They stuffed you full of uh, a pie and beer, and so we want to have you. Yeah, beer. yeah, yeah. I was thinking, I was like, oh god, it's like anyone wants my art on their beer, it's just gonna taste lousy. I had the, you know, I didn't that, that beer wasn't ready yet; it wasn't like ready to be drunk, but I hadn't. I think uh, the Alpha King that night, and I was like, "This is really good." It's like, uh, okay, these guys are on to something. <laughs> yeah, they're. I mean, then, uh, you know. yeah, it was the, cool though. Uh, they'd come, they'd come by and uh, drop off a couple cases of beer for me to try. And I had free beer for a long time. I was in Chicago. Another reason not to move away from Chicago is your free beer line is yeah. closed down. <laughs> I, I would say that's not your best. Of all the other business moves we're talking about, that's probably not your best one. But yeah, I definitely, uh, like I said, I remember coming out there and it was, you know, trying to get zombie dust and, and then getting gumball head. And it was, you know, and so people, yeah, we don't get that uh, out here. So it's always nice. I mean, I actually be in Chicago next week. So I think I'm going to have a couple of those. We'll tip one for you. Um, and uh, 
Yeah, I mean, Dark Lord Day, I heard that that's just kind of crazy, so I can only imagine, you know, that's a good time there. I've got to, I've got to yeah, make, that, make, make that trip. Yeah, those are fun. There's usually a band or two that I'm going to see there. I'm always pretty hyped about it. Yeah, and you uh, and you also sell paintings too. So what's you know? So you're all, you're not just a comic book guy, man. You're like a you're like a fine artist with these paintings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hold an art degree. Yes. See, not many people get to put their degree to use, man. So it's kind of good, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. It it is. Yeah. And uh. So you have a mix. You have, have a, you have an Etsy shop. You can buy. You know, there's a lot of there's some gumball prints and there's a. There's a copious amount of uh, bare-breasted women that you uh, have on there, also. So it's a, it's a, you know, Gumball Head does not make any cameos in those, but you know, like I said, you go to Etsy.com, shop Gumball Head the cat, and see some, uh, see some of the prints. We'll have to get one of those for the, uh, for the studio. Yeah, those prints are fun. I need to, I need to crank some more out. I was doing about one a week, and then once I started the comic, it kind of, kind of got curtailed. But I. I that printing like just because I just screen print everything by hand. I don't use like a machine. I don't use any of the photo tools. I just kind of use like the bare bones drawing fluid and blocking fluid on it. Uh, that's all. You know, there's like eight screens for eight layers of ink, and those are just those are fun to do. That's why the that's why I don't do like a huge run on them. I don't do like a hundred. I usually just do about fifteen or twenty with each print. If that some of them are like 13 because I screwed up a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the test ones, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And now you said before you have you have a few different you, you don't have a it, the 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 color palette is pretty consistent across, right? I mean, a lot of your paintings usually looks about four maybe four different colors, right? They're kind of like the fluorescent almost bright colors, yeah. I like to, I like to use uh, I don't, I don't, well, I will blend stuff so I'm not getting the color I want, but I want. It's a thing I just realized in art school. Like, you look, I'd be in a painting class, I'd look around, and everybody would have like these really indecisive brown paintings. It's like just go over work over and over again. And I was like, an easy way to stand out is just to use color. And, uh, you know, just, you know, just loving cartoons and being a, you know, comic fan and stuff. You know, that's all, it all used to be, you know, bright colors and stuff. So I just started using, you know, just straight out of the tube reds and stuff. And, you know, and doing it that way. Uh, uh, the Lowe's hardware store near my house, uh, there used to be a girl that worked there in the paint department who would just, when she was bored, she'd just mix up, just paint to see what she could do. And, and then that would be sold as, you know, I could just get like that for like a buck because no one wanted like a bright orange paint, you know, for their house. So I'd, I'd, I'd go down there and I'd go there twice a week and just get all kinds of crazy colors from her. You can tell she was like trying to match lipstick shades and stuff. That's why I got all that crazy kind of lipstick color and like bright greens and stuff. That was that was fun for a while. Yeah, I, I like, still work there. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I like that idea. So you're making you're kind of reverse engineering it around the colors. You're like, oh, I have this color. What can I do with it? And it's kind of yeah. They're all very, yeah, they're, yeah, all, they're yeah. all very vivid. Yeah, my palette. I don't use uh, uh, when I paint. I don't use white or black or uh or uh, any brown tones um so it's all color you know if I'm gonna, if something's going to be a black color it's a you know it's a dark purple well i'll just go where you know it's not even black it'll just be like a bright color and um it just it's a way to keep things interesting and to not fall into ruts and not have a 
like a boring looking piece of work. Um, and it's a challenge too. It's like, so, uh, you know, it could be, it's like, I want this to look like nighttime, you know, how am I, how's that little, okay, well, I can do it this way. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's fun. Yeah. I like keep the stuff interesting. Yeah. Like there's like a most, a dope puzzle. yeah, there's a more recent one. I think, uh, on the Instagram, it almost looks like a, like a Hunter S Thompson version of gumball with like the, the little hat to the, you know, the, the, the cap to the side, which I like that one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that stuff's fun to do. It's uh, it's interesting. Oh yeah, the hat one. Yeah, that's uh, that was something someone was wearing. I saw in a photograph. The hat and like the golf shirt. Yeah, it looks like a, like a gumball head, like retirement home version. You know, like kind of just like, yeah, yeah, like South Florida doing it up. Yeah. Wow, I can't think of who that was either. And it was a recent photo too. I've and I have one that I haven't done yet. I was a uh, um listening to uh, an old uh, Patrice O'Neill comedy thing on uh, on um, YouTube, and they have this picture of him in this like nice suit and a bowler hat. And I'm like, you know, and that picture was static the whole time. So I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, I just got a piece of wood, and I <laughs> drew gumball head in this Patrice O'Neill suit. It looked really nice, and I was like, oh, this bowler hat's fucking cool. Yeah. So um, that, that one that one's used to be made, though. It's sitting there. Uh, I, I have a couple, um, couple things I'm doing for the, the Floyds right now that I need to get done. Before I work at any other artwork, I yeah. need to get that stuff done too. So I have a group show coming up. Oh, cool! I don't have a lot of new work for it. Where's now? Where's but that going to be? That's going to be at the, uh, the International Tap House in St. Louis, the one in the Central West End. Okay. Uh, showing with a guy. I tried to get a show. There's a local guy, CB Bass, who's just like this total goofball. It makes just dumb art, and. Uh, and uh, he set this show up for me there a few months ago. And I thought it was going to be a show with me and him. Where we just had like stupid art hanging. And uh, he was like, oh, no, I just set the show up for you. I'm like, you could have rode my coattail on this. I'm trying to get your work shown. But I'm kind of happy I'm going to be shown with him. His, like, his goofy-ass artwork up. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, That's cool. Yeah. He just set that up for you and didn't, wasn't like, yeah, trying to get his own shit in there. That was, yeah, it was funny. He came. We hung out for a while. It's like the, you know, after about ten o'clock, you know, usually the bar shows. A lot of those will be on a, on a weekday, and you know, after a while, you know, the place goes goes empty. You just kind of sit around with friends and talk and drink and, and laugh at what people bought and didn't buy. Those are fun. I used to have those in Chicago. Uh, both spots I used to show at up there closed down. Kind of, I need to. I need to set up shows up there. So I used to love to drive up there and show work. You know, like see like all my old friends from Chicago and sell a lot of work, have some fun, blow a lot of money at the record store. Yeah, yeah right. The, <laughs> the money just gets transferred from one person to the record store. It's like, okay, thank you. Yeah. You just bought me three records. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, because we just we we have one here in Connecticut. We're closing. I, I put it on that we're ends this week. But I definitely, we've got a lot of folks in the Midwest like yourself. So I think we're, maybe we can talk offline about trying to do something in Chicago together. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, because it's like that, that, that would be the, that's probably the next spot. Because we, we probably have at least, when we look at our, like, where our biggest listener base is, it's from the, it's definitely the Midwest Chicago area, which is kind of crazy. So yeah, that'd be cool. That's, Chicago's great. I, I love Chicago. Oh, yeah. I, I get back up there. 
yeah, I'm going, like I said, next week I'm going to be there. Pretty, pretty hyped about it. It's gonna be good. I mean, it's only for yeah. a day and a half, but it's still. Yeah, it'll be a thousand degrees up there. Oh yeah. That's why I don't, I, I don't understand how that's possible. That it's the coldest city I've ever been to and the hottest city. And it doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I've been there from negative uh, 10 and like 108 one day. And it was like within like the yeah. same year and it was mind blowing. Yeah, I had a friend, uh, we were doing a record label back in the day. Uh, he, he was flying up to do some uh, session work. He was a bass player. And uh, first time he came in, it was uh, 17 below. And then the next time he came in, it was 117 degrees. <laughs> yeah, it was that's how it was. I mean, I, it was so cold that my phone, when I was walking to my hotel, froze so that I didn't know where I was going. And I walked underneath oh, the... I walked underneath like the underpass, like uh, on Eckert. It's like I was underneath uh-huh. the the loop there, and because it just kept kept going straight. And I was like, this doesn't seem like I've been to this hotel before. I'm like, maybe it's having me go like the the ground floor entrance. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, this doesn't seem right. <laughs> and the phone was yeah, the phone wasn't working. I was like, then I look like a hobo. I like all my stuff, <laughs> and I'm like blowing on the phone, like rubbing my hands together, trying to get it to start up again and people are looking at me like well, I was just like this is not good yeah it was, it was yeah so if you've yeah and then like I said I've been there and I got in the car and it was like 108 and I was like I was just here and I couldn't feel my toes now I want to yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's still a now lovely place to be sweat. right it's still wonderful <laughs> and I can't wait to get back yeah I love it there's always great food great beer it's just you know interesting yeah. architecture Stuff with the cl- to do, people to see. Right, exactly. The clean, it's one of the cleanest cities I've ever been to. The first time I was ever there, I saw, I mean, this is, whatever, it's not a family show. I saw, like, a horse, you know, a police horse, like, you know, take a shit on the street. And, like, somebody, like, from the city came and, like, cleaned it up. Like, within minutes, it was, like, a sensory. It was, like, boop, something's on the ground. Like, this guy, like, came running out from the alleyway, scooped it up, cleaned it up. And it was, like, went back into, like, the darkness. I was, like, what is going on here? That's the two things they know how to do is uh, pick up. Um, horse poop and give uh, tickets to cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you want a parking ticket? Yeah. You can get plenty of them there. It's easy. You could be driving and get a parking ticket. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yeah. I, it's a uh, it's a good time. So that's yeah. It's a bummer you won't be there, but you should definitely. It seems I'm you're noticing a theme. That you need to get back to Chicago. So I think we should. Uh, well, like I said, we'll discuss. Uh, Doing the Artcraft Beer Chicago show, that'd be kind of fun. We got there's a ton, there's an yeah. awesome crew out there, so it'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, what else are you working on now? What's, what's uh, you said you had some stuff for for Floyd's coming up. So, is it what is it? Some prints or shirts? What do you got going for them? Uh, it's uh, I don't even know if I'm supposed to say. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I'll just I'll just leave it up in the air. Bastard. Yeah. Yeah, just working on a couple. I things. knew, I knew you wouldn't tell me, but I had to ask. Like I knew you okay. weren't going to tell me. I was like, oh, maybe he's going to say it. And I'm like, uh, yeah, but I don't like. Don't that. kill I, I, the goose that yeah. lays the golden egg. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to shoot shit where you eat. So I'm not going to get you in trouble there. <laughs> it's like uh, we've had a couple of those, and they we just usually just push that episode back until whatever it is comes out. So just whenever it is, just let me know that this is the thing you couldn't tell me about. So it'll be cool. Maybe a new label okay. or something. It's, yeah, it's not. It's not too mysterious. It's just like, oh, it's this. Great, thanks. Thanks for, yeah, thanks what, for it, it, doing it, making it, this obvious thing a complete mystery. You want. Well, let's leave yeah. it. Let's leave it at that, though. Like for now, everyone listening is going to be like, oh man, what's new? What's he going to do? And they'll be you know, hitting a couple <laughs> refresh. You know, blah blah blah. 
a new bottle cap. What a dick. Yeah, right. It's like, oh, you didn't notice that third pane of that story? He's now wearing a tie. It's like, oh, great. Good, good, good. good. So, all right. Oh, so, God, um, I got to get him out of that suit. I've been drawing him in this suit forever, and it's driving me crazy. Yeah, right. We should have him like in one of these fights. He's in the fight, right? Just have a sleeve rip, and then like he'll turn into like a you know, uh, like a badass <laughs> sleeveless dude, like one of those like biker vests, and then go from there. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Decisions, decisions. Um, yeah, yeah. So, what kind of what kind of beers are you you crushing on the regular? What, what are you what are you drinking? What's what's gumball? What's uh, inspiring the gumball head? Oh, it's, you know, I'm in St. Louis, so I get a lot of the, uh, I haven't, I haven't dove deep enough into the St. Louis beers. There's always places open up, but, uh, but it's usually whatever good thing Schlafly has. And, um, and, uh, Urban Chestnut has a lot of good beer and drink a lot of that. So, um, yeah, uh, it, honestly, if I drink when I'm out, I will order a, a Pabst. Well, PBR PBR is a solid solid choice. I mean, yeah. I don't usually go to since the eighties. Yeah, I don't usually go for the big you know the big guys, but I mean, if you're having paps, it usually means that there's a good good night ahead and a, a good a good story to tell the next day here. Yeah, some some missing pieces throughout. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> now, has there ever been thought of animating Gumball Head, like trying to get him moving around? The only time that happened was a. Uh, um, Back in the back in the record label days, there was a Japanese band we did some art uh, we we had on the label called the Space Streakings, and um, it's in their like their only they they made a music video and there's like a really crudely animated like uh, one of the characters they always used for their you know their their band and a uh, gumball head and they're both kind of spinning around and um ah, what's the name of that song? It's in it's in Japanese so I can't remember what it's called but yeah it's a space streakings just check them out online space what space streakings s-t-r-e-a-k-i-n-g-s yeah it's still one of my favorite bands that was a really odd band from japan i still love them they, they haven't you know they've been broken up for years but nah. they're pretty cool well that's awesome all right yeah. uh, in this yeah, last so yeah. there's like go ahead there's like maybe two seconds of gumball head like spinning in a circle, dancing around <laughs> at the beginning of the video. <laughs> I think it'd be good if you're any, if you're an animator out there you reach out. I think that would be uh, kind of cool to see that. Yeah. <coughs> uh, last yeah, there's question. Always, there's always, sorry. Oh, huh? no, no, go ahead. Well, there's always the pipe dream of an animated show, you know, so it's always in the back of my head. Uh, I don't know. Mm. I think I mean you get right. Right, I was gonna say you have to learn animation and a whole other bunch of shit that be it's not do something you just kind of yeah. pick up. But I think it would definitely, yeah. I think it would definitely work, especially with like the you know Adult Swim type, like you know late night little, you know the the idea of a cartoon now not being like we talked about before, you know hugs and hugs mm-hmm. and daisies, you know it has a little edge to it. <laughs> so I think it'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be fun. Hell yeah. So if you're an animator out there, get in touch with both of us because I would like to do some stuff. But gumballheadthecat.com, gumballheadthecat on Instagram. So this last question we like to ask is self-serving, but we love it. Um, in my previous life, um, when you see me, you'll get it. But I have a, you know, I was a, a face made for radio, did some DJ work. And 
What type of music are you listening to when you're when you're creating, uh, Mr. Cat? What's what's going on over there, Rob? Uh, a lot of a lot of old hardcore punk, um, a lot of noise rock, uh, a lot of hip hop, a lot of hip hop lately. If you look at my phone, it's almost all hip hop. It's like local local guys like uh, T Dub O, you know, just a lot of. I know St. Louis has a bad reputation for, you know, hip hop since Nelly, but there's some really good good shit from here. I listen to a lot of that. All right, drop some names. Uh, what band? What's on that playlist? Uh, what do you got? But T Dub O, there's a guy called Ju J U. I like his stuff. Um, Tef Poe, um, Accurate some good stuff T-Dub-O is really outstanding though he does some really good shit alright now yeah. that, that question we'll, when we do your interview we'll, we'll add some of the, the music in the background when we talk in between segments but also I just like to to juice up my uh, Spotify playlist with, with stuff from all over the place so it's nice what's really funny is I've been uh, delving back into the uh, the old straight edge music got, recently got the Brotherhood record and uh uh, Southern Lord reissued the uh, Uniform Choice LP, like their first LP. I've been listening to that, so that's always fun. You'd be drinking while listening to old straight edge stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like this. Oh, okay, it's different. <laughs> they missed their target. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, well, all right, man. I think yeah. Thanks so much for for your time, man, Rob. I think we're good to go, man. We got some good stuff. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot. And there you have it, folks. The Gumball Head the Cat, Rob Sires podcast interview. Right here on the 16-ounce canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. Remember to check out GumballHeadTheCat.com and GumballHeadTheCat on Instagram. Check out Rob's Patreon page as well as his Etsy page. Support your local independent artists. But now with technology, which is ironic because Rob's not a big technology guy. You're referring to using paint and literally cutting and pasting shit together. The idea that, you know, you can support a non-technical artist with technology. So that's a good step up. We're happy to see that. And go to his Etsy page. Go to his Patreon page. Every Wednesday, a new comic comes out. See what happens with Gumball Head. You know, hopefully he'll be giving some hugs and have some daisies and, you know, taking that storyline that we you know, were bullshitting with Rob about. It'll be crazy. But Or just punch someone in the face named AJ. Either way, it's going to be a win. If that happens, so that that's our that would be our big moment. That would be you know that'd be a bucket list moment. We have, you know, get cool brewery tours. You know, help put out a beer. Be you know help part a label and then be in a comic book. So those are we just kind of make them up. And I always see speaking of weird things, I like to try. You always see people with these like sour beers and the fooders and they're pulling out these nails and drinking right from it or drinking right from the tap. I want to do that. I don't know. I don't know how the fuck the, that happens or. What's going on there? I think I know, but let's not pretend. Oh, that's, yeah, I'm putting that on the bucket list. Pull now, drink a beer right from it before it's made and had by the public. So, you know where to find me, aj at 16ozcanvas.com. This is not an offer for me to help you with hardware or construction related things by pulling nails. I unfortunately am not that handy. But, regardless, love to hear from you. Have a great week. Summer's here. We've got episodes coming next week, they're going to be pre recorded. Or at least not as up to date as we try to keep the you know middle segments. It's our annual main vacation, head into vacation land. 
We're coming after you. We're going to see everybody up there. We're going to have a great time. We're going to be off the grid as much as humanly possible and just enjoy life, spend some time with the family. I hope you're doing the same. But what better thing to take with you on a family road trip? You guessed it, folks, 16-ounce canvas. We only have a few episodes, which I would say aren't family-friendly, which have a little they have a little ease next to them, which means explicit. It's when we drop profanities and our artists uh, like to swear. So there's not a ton of those, but we do have a few. I'd say we're 95% of the time a family-friendly show, and uh, we thank you once again. And you, and you. 16ozcanvas.com, 16ozcanvas, Facebook, Twitter, and on the Instagram. Get at us, tag us, have a good day. Talk to you soon, my friends. Cheers.